final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. Thy next foe is, in the recording studio, Max and Jordan await. What track will win on top? Win on top? What the fuck am I saying? I have the I have the list of all of the Dorman quotes, and I'm like trying to put something vaguely poetic together. Um, the slappers only. Welcome. I'm Max. I'm Jordan. Hey, we're not talking about Donkey Kong Country. No. Uh, Jordan's computer said no more monkey for you. We it said the joke was too soon, and that we'll have to do it another time, which is a shame because I liked that episode. We talked about yes a little bit. We talked about yeah. minis. We did everything we could to talk about the gameplay. We 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 tried. We we <laughs> liked it actually. I liked it a lot. Um, but unfortunately, that episode's in hell. Mm-hmm. And instead, we are doing what I was going to bring for the next week, which was a game that I can't believe I didn't think to bring earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Shadow of the Colossus. Hey Max, this is the best game ever made. This is a perfect game. This is I I have always said this is the best video game of all mm-hmm. time. Uh, and I that doesn't mean it's my favorite game, but I don't think I think it's the be- I think it's the best game. I don't think anyone's ever made a better game than this one. I think from an objective standpoint, you're absolutely right. Um, but I have something for you, Max, because I was huh? curious. Because I think uh, you know, you look it up, you look it up, um, you see the critics' takes. You see, you know, if you go on Wikipedia, it'll say it'll say Shadow of the Colossus, uh, one of the best games of all time. So you know, the the encyclopedia website recognizes it. I want you. This I was I, we were playing Monster Hunter today, and I said I had something that might make you mad before we before yeah, we really like... go in detail on this game and this really wonderful. Um, game that that is just really 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 special mm-hmm. i want you to take a guess on i i have pulled up ign's top 100 games of all time i want you to guess where shadow of the colossus falls on those it is on the list it, it, it okay all right because i was gonna say it's not on the list it is on the list i want you to give me a number i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess 86 Oh, that would be that would be something, wouldn't it, Max? The eighty-six is actually um, SimCity two thousand. Uh, guess a little, guess a little higher. They, they right, gave it a little more respect than that. Let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Uh, fifty-eight is actually according to IGN that is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So mm. better than Grand Theft Auto. Better than that. It was still well, yeah. That's still a little bit better. Um, okay, all right. Um, try try moving up a couple tens digits. In sure, terms sure, of sure. Um, yeah, thirty-seven. Oh, close, close. Thirty-seven is actually Final Fantasy VI. So hey, that's Final Fantasy VI. I'll move down. We're talking thirty-one. 31? Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, better than Resident Evil Four and Bloodborne, but worse than The Witcher Three. Uh. Um, worse than uh, The Last of Us. Uh, worse than Grand Theft Auto V, which is the Jesus. 11th best game ever made. Uh, 11? Worse, 11. Worse than Breath of the Wild. Worse than, uh, and, uh, worse than, <laughs> worse than Tetris. Well, that, okay, I that one's, think, that one's uh, fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, the number one best game of all time, according to IGN. I know what uh, it so, is. What I is know what it, it is. You know, what, what is it? It's Ocarina, isn't it? No, no, no. Ocarina is actually, uh, 
relatively high up on this list. It's actually uh, 25. So I do respect IGN mm-hmm. for for that take. I think that's I think that's about where it sits in my book. Uh, no, the best game of all time is Super Mario World. <laughs> oh boy, God. IGN. Portal 2 is the third greatest game ever made. Now that's fine. That's a good choice. Most other things, right. I don't know. I don't know. I feel for that one, Jordan. I, 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 I know. I know. It's IGN. I can't get mad. It's IGN. A uh, 31 though for Shadow of the Colossus. 31. Uh, 31. I still think it's. I think it's number one to me. Um, but that's if you're having to debate. You know, our constant argument of of influential versus good um, yeah. on its own. And I think this game is good on its own, and probably Absolutely. also influential, but I don't know what was directly influenced by it. I No, it, it just is like one of those sort of monoliths that kind of stands on its own, like, uh, separate from a lot of comparison, because I can't really think of many games that are like Shadow of the Colossus, you know? No, it's it's really... See, okay. So for people who have maybe not played it, um, uh-huh. and it is, it is, it, it's, it's accessible. Uh, you have a couple options if you want to play this game. I'd I say, think yeah. you, I think you should play this game. I think even in 2021, I, I think it holds up really well. Uh, even playing it on the PlayStation Two, it holds up really well. The game mm. has a uh, has a really nice uh, graphics. It, the art style of the game is very intentionally kind of muddy. Yeah. In a way that makes it look really nice, even mm-hmm, playing mm-hmm. it now. Uh, but it was a PlayStation 2 game developed uh, by uh, Team Ico, or Ico. I'm never Ico. really... Ne- Ico. Uh, created by Fumito Ueda, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I can't remember when it was... When was it released? It was released in... 2005? Uh, 2005? Um, it was released in 2005. Got it on the money. There you go. Awesome. Uh, this is a game about fighting giant monsters by climbing on them righteously fighting i might add righteously yeah doing it for a purpose yes (laughs) doing it and uh climbing and and the combat amounts to figuring out how to climb onto the monster to access their big glowing weak point with which you plunge your sword into uh maybe three to four to five times until the monster dies and simple as that the real challenge is is to a climb the monster and b to yes. just find the monster find because it. the other portion yeah I, I i would say shadow of the colossus is a puzzle platformer i would agree <laughs> a, i think that's basically what it is if you're boiling um, it down to its bare essentials it's it's divided into two segments first you ride through a beautiful yet empty Yes. map completely devoid of content there's Desolate nothing barren all the there is thing... is some birds and some lizards yeah there's some some collectible uh health upgrades and some, and some stamina some, upgrades some fruits and it's very pretty um very pretty very pretty map but very lonely all mm-hmm. you have for company is a horse named uh agro agro uh, your character is wander or wanda the uh, mm-hmm. I, how do you feel about the japanese game uh name of this game wanda and the colossus uh, I love that episode of Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> um, I actually had a note that had they not, um, <laughs> this joke sucks. Had they not, uh, <laughs> developed, uh, The Last Guardian, uh, the mm-hmm. next game, they were actually going to make a sequel, which is confusing based on how the game ends, but they were going to make a sequel called Shadow of the Colossus 2, Wanda Down Onda, where he goes to <laughs> Australia. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, the point you gotta is, fight is a big the, drop bear, fight a big spider, yeah, fight a big koala, fight a big box jellyfish. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it is. 
Um, anyways, the point is that <laughs> this is a game that intercuts uh, silence and bombast, uh, spectacle and loneliness. It is a it is a game that has never been matched in term like it, it's it's just its own thing. I like when you said that it's just not nothing can really compare to it. Yeah, it's which in I think the is kind of I think that's kind of Team Eco's whole thing is that they yeah. make, they make they don't really make traditional games. This is they're very minimalist. Um, they're they're very kind of they're driven more by the way that the players sort of emotionally engage with the mechanics, right? Like I think Shadow of the Colossus is probably their most video gamey game, seeing as how they introduce like time attack and speed runs and stuff after you beat the game. Pretty hard speed runs, I might add. Yeah, they're quite impressive. Uh, but really, what it's about is the emotions and the sort of sense, the feelings you get as you climb and ride and uh, experience the story as you slay the sixteen colossi. Mm-hmm. Um, Max, who's your favorite Colossi? And, oh, and we boy. should say, for people who are not familiar, uh, the Colossi are obviously quite... Some of them are not actually that big, but most of them are big stone and moss monsters. They do not have actual names, so the fans uh, kind of agreed on names to give them. Uh, but they usually are just called by like their number, I guess, or yeah. what they look like. My favorite, like the most? My favorite is is Colossus number 7. Hydrus, which is that cool mm. sort of electric eel guy you fight in the lake. You gotta go underwater. You gotta, you gotta hold on to him as he dips and dives underwater. I really love uh, Gaius, the the number th- the big knight one, the one with the big mm, sword. Big, great big I just sword. think that's such a cool cool concept uh, because whenever I play a game where I fight like monster, like Monster Hunter, I've been saying how much I want a monster that's just a really large dude. <laughs> Yeah, just a guy. You have to fight. Just, I mean, that's kind of what Goshawk is. Where you yeah, fight G- Goshawk is nearly there, but not quite. Yeah, he's got like swords and shields, but but I like I like fighting the big one with the sword. I also really really like um, Dirge just because of how fucked up it looks. The the big eyeball boy, uh, eyeball. Yeah, smooth. that that one's freaky. That's that's a, a very scary fight. Those eyes like kind of leering at you when it comes from under the sand. Hmm. Uh, couple other details about this. The plot of this game. Well, I, it's a quite an old game, so we'll probably dip into to the ending of it. But the whole point is that there's a a, a young woman who has died. Your mm-hmm. character is Wander. He brings her to this desolate land uh, to commune with a godlike being called Dorman, who basically says, "Go kill sixteen monsters, and I'll bring mm-hmm. her back to life." Uh, but who knows? Maybe this is not all that it seems. You're doing the you're doing the right thing. Absolutely, no one could blame you for this. Uh, when you, you kill you are, the big, you are in the moral you, right for all of these actions. When you kill the big horse that's just minding its own business and it falls over and dies and you and it didn't wasn't doing anything, you feel really good about it. Personally, I mean, I I do feel good about it because of the horse, but I digress. Well, okay, but when you kill the big, when you kill like the big the big bird or the big yeah. snake or the big uh, dog, like, like, the Rayquaza, the one that's just a guy. It's just mm-hmm. a guy with a beard. Well, just a guy. And he's like, no, why? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a really, really good game. And, and the yeah. other thing about it is that it's fun to play. It's very fun to play. That's the, the other thing about, like, like, this is not, this isn't a game that's just like, you know, oh, uh, Spec Ops The Line has a lot to say and it makes you feel bad when you play it. But also you're just playing this really not fun shooter the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's fun to fight the monster. Like, it's fun to climb. It's fun to solve the puzzle. I never quite remember how you're supposed to do it for all of them. So whenever I replay this game, I always am still not, like, 100% 
remembering how to do it. So it is still, you know, kind of a fun puzzle for it. There's usually just like one trick that's the thing you have to do to to mount it. And then you have to navigate the the actual body of it as you climb. So so it's it's just a really entertaining experience. Mm. There's a lot of good stuff that just makes the game feel pretty good. I really like the physics of it. it. They're very like loose, you know. Yeah. I, I think the way they they're very deliberately designed that like you never fully feel like you're in control of Wander. Like no. a lot of what you I mean, you know, obviously you control him, but like he moves in this very almost like dreamlike way where you really have to kind of be on the ball to know how you're going to get flung around. And I think that really works in the game series because it, it turns, like, movement itself into, like, a meta game. Yeah, that was actually when... And I think we might talk a little bit about Last Guardian today, because, I mean, the thing about Last Guardian is that it does a lot of things similar to Shadow of the Colossus, but it didn't get as much love from people as this game did. Uh, mm-hmm. But people criticize that game because of the way that the boy moves, um, and he moves just like like Wander does. So he, he's very it's very physicsy. His kind of uh, it's kind of hard to to control. His body kind of flails around a lot um, as you climb and throw him around, uh, which is just like how Wander moves. Uh, but but maybe that's just an issue of you know uh, game design kind of sensibilities as they change over the years and and how much control they want you to have. Uh, but I really think it works for this game because as the Colossi kind of thrash around and try to shake you off or, or grab you, uh, it just feels very, like, real, I guess. Like, yeah. the way that you're it, – it adds a really good sense of scale when the Colossi either, you know, step and it shakes so hard that your character falls over – or right, yeah, you're, to... like, bumbling around as they just walk near you. Like, you get, like, they feel like gigantic, real creatures. It's very, very cool the way they've, like, so meticulously programmed everything. Yeah, it, it also just, it really is impressive that this game came out when it did, I think. Not I just know. the look of it, but the animations, mm-hmm. the, 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 the sound, the music, especially, you know, the, the score. Um, it just feels way ahead of its time but yeah. also it feels like it's really of its time uh which is impressive like like i don't know i i don't know how this game happened i guess i yeah it's I kind know. of a I'm, mystery i'm glad it did though it really did um the music of this game was composed by a ko otani mm-hmm. um what else has otani worked on uh because I actually don't know. So, Kootani, um, actually, I, some of the, some things I'm into. So, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, very prolific Japanese musician. So, he's done some films. First of all, he did a lot of Gamera films, and he did a Godzilla film. Um, See, that's the thing I was going to say. I was going to bring up that, that the score of this game, or the soundtrack, I say score. Uh, it is it is a video game. <laughs> it is a video game. It is a that's video right. game. It is a soundtrack. Uh, has... Some very clear, um, you know, from from the kaiju films that I've I've seen, it's not really my bag, but my my partner quite enjoys kaiju movies, so I I hear the music a lot, and there's so much clear influence mm-hmm. from that kind of music, you yeah. know, the, the 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 musical ideas that are, you know, big monster music, right? Big yes. timpanic drums and and uh, low horns and stuff to to create the scale. Uh, the fact that this guy, this composer, did work on kaiju films makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it's cool. And he also, this one's more for me, he did a soundtrack for Gundam Wing. Ooh, all right. Yeah. This guy really gets Gundam. around then. 
I know he's done a lot. He he I mean, he's been doing anime since 1987, and he's still doing anime now at a at a lesser pace, but he's still like at it. Like the the man's still putting in work. It's pretty cool. Did you know that this soundtrack has its own special name? It's called. I believe it's, it's called, called Roar, Roar of, the Earth. of the Earth. Yes, yeah. which is fucking sick. Very um, cool. Other things before we get into the music, I hmm. learned at some point that when they originally created this game, they wanted something like 64 colossi. Yeah. And then they pared it down to 32 colossi, and then they eventually mm-hmm. settled on 16, which, honestly, thank God, like, 16 is really kind of the perfect number, I think. Yeah. Not it too doesn't many, overstay its wel- welcome. I think it, it it's enough that they can get all of their ideas out. They're, they're all very unique. There's some that are, I think some colossi are not perfect. I think there's some that are a little bit, eh compared to others but they're all you know as a whole very very effective and i can't imagine this game being twice or you know four times as long absolutely impossible to imagine uh do you want to talk about the music i love to talk about the music jordan all right i uh, who started during donkey kong um if we're going off the last list i think that i think you went you first s- last you went first last time so i went first during donkey kong so do we do we respect the existence of the Donkey Kong episode and I start or do you want to start again? I guess um, I'll start again because to us that episode is real because we recorded yeah, it. <laughs> it's real mostly in our hearts. All right. So what I want to say about this game is that uh, going into it, even though I'm, I'm very familiar with the music of it because I, I played it a bunch, yes. um, there was a concern of mine that the fact is that there is basically music that plays, besides some cutscenes, there's only one thing that is happening when music is playing, which is you're fighting a big monster. Yes. So my concern was how many different ways can this soundtrack represent fighting a big monster musically? And uh, the second I started listening to it, you know, to take notes on it, uh, it was the fine. answer is, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, they did it. So, so we will only be really mostly talking about monster, monster music. Um, but what I wanted to talk about first is one that I think kind of sets itself apart a lot in terms of uh, how frantic it is. Uh, this is a song that I think of playing uh, when you are fighting a big lizard in a Coliseum-style arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one is called Liberated Guardian. So what I like about this one is uh, where some month, uh, some songs try to be very spacious and grand, uh, this one is a lot more energetic. It has yeah. a lot more tension to it. Uh, the back, the sort of backdrop of the song is these dissonant, uh, steady piano notes uh, emphasized by these very heavy hits of the orchestra. A part that always stands out to me that I, I remember very distinctly from playing this game as a kid is these crazy 16th note triplets played on the horn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very cool. Um, and I just, I, I also will say that um, one of the great things this game does is when you get on the Colossus, the music usually changes. Um, for this one, the, the, the mounting music is quite similar to the actual to the actual track it's, it's only moderately different but 
I think what I, I really enjoy about this one is that it's it's just a lot more uh, like ah yeah no yeah. It, it's like I feel like that fight specifically of the oh which one was it I'm trying that, to like my best to remember all of them Kuramori yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. That's the big lizard that shoots poison at you or electricity. It's like electricity. Yeah. Um, or no, 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 no. The big is a different one. I think that... Does he do... No, that's Kur- Kuramori is the one that shoots... Yeah, Kuramori's shoots, poison. Yeah, and he, he shoots that like a yellow zappy dust at you or something. Uh, and and as you're kind of running through the the Colosseum windows and trying to mm-hmm. get around and, and find the you know it's quite frantic and, and it 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 really puts you more on the defense than uh, than a lot of other colossi because you're really yeah. trying to to stay hidden. And, you feel like a mouse being hunted a little bit. Yeah, even though this one isn't particularly big, uh, it's it's I actually this was one that I was uh, died to when I first played the game just because I wasn't really that's easy to get caught up and trapped in the poison mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's what i really like about it is that it's it's a lot more frantic and sort of chaotic than a lot of the other ones yeah if that makes sense no it, it, it the little guys are definitely a different kind of fight because you know the big guys are slow and deliberate and don't really move that much but the little guys are like a lot quicker they zig and zag a lot they fight you more actively than a lot yes. of the other ones because there's some colossi that literally do not even yep, acknowledge just, your own existence. They just vibe. The 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 technically the biggest or the I think the longest colossi in the game is the big is uh, the big flying snake. That yeah, one does thir- not thirteen. That one. That one um, I don't even think can hit you in any way. Like it cannot no, damage you at all. Yeah. It's just up in the sky. Uh, but when they're smaller, you know, the bull or the, the like, Cerberus kind of one or the big lizard, they very much go for you uh, very aggro. a lot. So, aha, aggro. You see, I, I get it. So that's, I don't know. I think it reflects that really well. It does. No, it's very frantic. It's very, uh, very energetic. I really like, I always like fighting um, Kuramori where, like, you knock him down, you hit him in the tumby, and he falls into the floor of the Coliseum. And, like, if you're good... At, you jump like, just right. It. You just jump right on him. You jump right on him, and then you're able to grab him. You don't take fall damage. You just like fucking start start stabbing that fool. Oh yeah, it rules. Um, and you're a good person for stabbing him because you're you're uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're righteous. You're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. What do you got for for, for your first pick, Max? Ah, uh, first pick, Jordan. So when it's it's one of those things where it's one of those not sense memory but music memory when you start the game. Uh, when I think of the game, rather, there's always a couple songs that really stick out. And one of the first ones, or rather the very first one you hear, is a track called Prologue. This is the the beginning of the game. It, it starts out. You hear like sort of like this like weird string arpeggio coming in. You have um, not a string. No, I was reading around notes. I think it's a mandolin in this one is the main sort of instrument here. I could be wrong because I don't know my instruments that well. But you get organ and choir. It 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 feels like the beginning of a Zelda game. Yeah, I think this game 
kind of evokes that sense on purpose. I always feel yeah, like. absolutely, it does. Um, and I think this game is very good uh, about kind of tactfully using just in the right places, kind of evoking that that sacred music. You know, the organ, the chimes, the choir. Um, mm-hmm. It's not doing it all the time when it could be doing it all the time. It uses it, you know, it uses it mainly for more quiet moments, but there are parts in the, the Colossi battles, uh, more towards the second half of the game, that put those sounds in a lot more um, as mm-hmm. the as you kind of start to piece together, you know, what's probably going to happen when you when you drop the last Colossus. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. You're going to win. You'll um, be fine. Yeah, you're... you're uh... Girlfriend, friend, mother, uh, whomever will Unclear. be alive and normal. I don't think they ever do. They ever say like what relation she has to you? No, the story is, yeah, keeps it very open. This is very vague. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like I, there's something very mysterious about this prologue track, which you know obviously is very intentional because this is the kind of game where it's supposed to be mysterious and and sort of that feeling of adventure. But it it it, it has this very sort of uneasiness to it, which I really really like that. It's such a good way to get you introduced to it because it's this very beautiful track, but at the same time you're like, I don't know, you're kind of off put by it with like just like a little bit of organ and choir you hear that I I think it's just a very very good way to start the game when you sort of get that opening uh, cinematic cutscene. See, yeah, I really like the spaciousness of this this uh in a, in, a, in a game where so much of the music is just loud, grand. Uh, uh, big monster fighty, stompy, smashy. Uh, it's quiet. To, to start the game with, you know, you you hear no, there's no overworld music. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no, no uh, anything like that. So this is basically the only time you get to see any shots. And if I remember correctly, the over, the prologue is just these shots of, of Wander riding the horse to the yep. big temple. You're, you're just uh, on your way in. Shots of the landscape as, as you go, so... It works very nicely to set up the world, to set up the the kind of tone. It's very nice. Yeah, it it like it it, it it's called a prologue, and you know what? It does a good job of that. It's pro. I hand it to them. <laughs> they they call it prologue because you prologue in hot food out of prologue uh, eat food. So right damn, they weren't down. lying. That prologue sure can prologue. What do you got, Jordan? Give me that well, second. Pick. Let me let me bring let me bring the heavy hitter in here. Yeah, let's do uh, it. You know, one of those songs that you know you think of. You think of Shadow of the Colossus. I think there's maybe two tracks that everyone thinks of. I think um, I might be thinking of the same tracks as you, Jordan. So there's two, and one of them's an honorable mention. And one of them's the one that I. It, it, it's just up to each individual person which one <laughs> comes to mind. Sure. Um, but mine is going to be Revived Power. Same slap. Right. The other one that everyone thinks of is uh, is the open way, um, mm-hmm. which is very similar. But this is this is uh, the track that plays when you mount some of the early colossi. The second one. The second Quadratus. one. Yeah. The, the cow um, on the beach. The big beach. cow. Uh, it is very different than a lot of the other music, but I think it's important that it's found so early in the game. You yeah. know, while you're still kind of caught up in the in the fun of it all. 
Uh, yeah, it's, it, it feels triumphant because you think it's still triumphant. triumphant this early on. It's uh, it's very you know, it's it dips into kind of these major keys and brightness. Uh, it's very triumphant. There's this you know the soaring uh, woodwind sounds. Uh, the very loud and frequent cymbal clangings. Yeah. Uh, I, I just very much enjoy the feel of it, as, and especially because, once again, yeah, so early in the game, you're allowed to kind of get lost in the, in the fun of it. And as, you, as you have yet to see the consequences of your, your actions play out before you. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, it, it really evokes a lot of, like fantasy music. There's a part in it that very it very much has uh, Lord of the Rings <laughs> music in it. A lot of it, these songs are very Lord of the Rings vibes. Um, the part where it just goes dun, da da dun, da da Yeah, it really, dun. no, I know it, yeah, I know that's. I, know, I, I like, actually yeah. don't know when the first Lord of the Rings movie came out. I'm not saying that it's aping it or, or taking this. it on purpose, but, um, but it just evokes that to me, and it works in that way, because that's exactly, you know, what the Lord of the Rings theme is, is you know, fantasy, triumphant, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, this very exuberant piece, uh, which I, I love. I, I love that it, it, it does this, you know, it kind of undercuts the player in that way. Um, I also like the way the song ends where it just goes, dun, 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 dun. It, it loops in the game, but, but in the soundtrack, it just finishes it, like it that. It just like, stops. It's just like, whoa, okay. It yeah. has, it has this very clear, you know, there, there are moments in the song that it, that it, you know, pulls back the the brightness a little bit and brings in some more you know dissonance dissonance or, or uh, minor key uh bits but then at the end it's undeniably like yay you did it <laughs> yeah we wahoo <laughs> so I, that's this is the song that whenever i think of the music of shadow of the Colossus, i always think of this one uh just because this is also maybe because when i played this game as a as a young child when it came out i was probably not able to get much farther than you know, four or five in before I had yeah. to f- stop and uh, look up walkthroughs or gave the game up entirely. It wasn't until much later that I actually, you know, beat the whole game. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's just one of those songs that really sticks in your brain, I think. No, I, I'm with you. That This is like the Shadow of the Colossus song to me. Which is I'm really right funny because of how uh, not fitting it is for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, well, it's you see, Jordan, it's a juxtaposition. That's very sorry. I don't know. Yeah. What, do you got? Uh, what do you got next? Let me tell you about... It's funny that you mentioned Lord of the Rings because my next pick is also very well could be part of the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. And again, also going back to my previous previous pick, it's also could be part of Zelda soundtrack. This is one of the maybe the most toned down boss theme. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Silence. This one plays um, when you fight the bird, ah. when you fight when you fight the eel, my favorite one, yes. and when you fight uh, Rayquaza, Phalanx, the one that does literally nothing to fight back. Um, and you start out, you get this very nice, sad string coming in. It's just like, it's a very sparse track, but you get this like sort of, not quite call and response, but like an echo being played differently, where it's just like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, a lot slower than that, obviously, but... um. It, it, it kind of just like gets more sinister as it goes on in like you you get these like sort of like it, it sounds like the jaws theme but backwards like da da 
da, da. It, it, it feels very like I, I think this might be at the point because you hear this the first and the fifth Colossus. So you're starting to maybe question what you're doing and if what you're doing is good and cool. And of course, we all know it is and good I, and cool I, what I you're like, doing. You know, so the three ones of this is this is the the eel, the bird, and the the flying snake, right? So yes. these are the ones that. I mean, the bird and the eel do damage you, but what you're really doing is kind of waiting for them, kind yes. of patiently waiting for your chance to get... Because the bird is in the, the sky. The yeah, the bird has to fly down to get you when you hit it with an arrow. So I like the idea, you know, these are... are you're kind of patiently waiting as you watch and observe. Um, and, you know, these creatures move very majestically either through the air or through the water. I kind of like how it crescendos near the end as well, but it, but it always pulls it back. I think it's very yeah, reserved. It's, it's the, very it's very restricted in a way. Mm, it doesn't, and and I do actually. It's so hard to not want to talk about the the songs that follow when you get on, but oh, the ones for this one, the the one that follows this one is is really really cool, and uh, it it works really well to kind of pair with this song. Yeah, it, it's it's like you, you sort of take all that. Uh, 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 reticence and restriction, and turns into like this, you know, very bombastic, very wah hoo ha. Yeah, um, it's good. Like I, the music, I think, in like you know, we're we're constantly saying this is a perfect game, but I feel like more so than most games, the music in this game feels so tailor made to like not only the game but like the themes of the game too, in such a very cool and sort of palpable way. I just think it works really well. You know, there are colossi that share tracks. Yes. But the tracks they share work really well for them. So so some of them have their own unique music. And then mm-hmm. some of them, uh, you know, that have similar kind of fighting concepts or uh, or something along those lines. You know, the ones that, that are maybe a little more aggressive or these ones that are very passive and, and only either, you know, don't even acknowledge Wanda. Wanda? Wander. Or, Wander. Um, or you know, vaguely just if you get in the right place, they'll they'll take a few swipes at you. Um, but otherwise, they're just kind of minding their own business in a way. Yeah. Uh, so to have this be like, especially I think very strongly of this one, I think of the eel just kind of lurking in the in the water, yeah. in the lake. Um, very cool. And also, I want to say very quickly, hmm. the the arenas in this game. Oh my gosh, it's so they are, sick. They are, I mean, obviously they're purpose built for each colossi, so there's 16 yeah. of them. They're all, almost always integrated into the actual fight itself Mm -hmm. but even just like taking a moment when you really try to appreciate the scale of some of these areas even if there's nothing in them like the lake or the uh or the like big city um or the cave that the the big Mm -hmm. giant boy lives in those are just so big and i like them yeah it, it, it has that feeling of agoraphobia almost yeah, like, uh, oh my god, the lake one gave me so much anxiety of just, like, how oh, deep yeah. that water is. Um, it's just you can't a, it's see just the bottom there. The, the scale. I don't even know. I've always been curious about just how big the map of this, this game actually is. Um, also, uh, the 17th Colossus, uh, Susie the cat, is, uh, is here. <laughs> but I will not slay this one. I will. I will not not a very big one, but a very not quick a, one. Yeah, very fast one. Um, very sharp. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think this game does a lot with its space and with its empty space as well yes yeah um Negative i know that's like a, a, a cop a cop out kind of in in 2021 times to be like i love this game because it's got a big empty map hi Susie. oh she's bumping into the microphone it's mm. time for her to let her speak uh so yeah that's just a lot of 
a lot of empty space, a lot of uh, you know nothingness in a way mm-hmm. that that serves the the world. Absolutely. And the game is is bigger than it needs to be. No, no, it's exactly as big as it needs to no, be. No, yeah, it it it's the the size is the point of it, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's just a lot of nothing. Um, God, which is really game. good. Um, I have something that is going to completely change gears for the music. Uh, this is the uh, this is a very different Colossus fight. Um, it is the final Colossus fight. Okay, it is the kind of themes of the game uh, can Seems kind of me. coming in and uh, and really tackling the player uh, through the music. It is the final Colossus known uh, by the fans as Malice. And the song is called Demise of the Ritual. Same slap. Same slap. All right. So where a lot of, once again, most of the tracks in this game have a lot of energy to them. Very grand. This one is uh, really cool. I love the way that the, uh, the whole song is just accompanied by these, these plodding steady quarter notes played on what I believe is a cello. Um, That sounds right. Once again, this is where it really picks up the idea of this kind of like sacred music um, lots of chimes and choral notes, uh, woodwind sounds. It stays. It, it has. It's very sectional. Like it. It stops and starts a lot, which I like. Um, this Colossus is very much like. Feels like the final boss. It's the biggest one. Yes. It, uh, it attacks you with like fireballs. It, it like hurls fireballs at you. Like it attacks you in a very video game way. It's uh, raining when you fight it. I think. Like maybe. Yes. Even oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's like this a, this a dark and stormy night. And the, what what's so cool about it is that like for a lot of the battles, I mean, like we've been saying that the arenas are built into the fight. Um, but Malice does not move. He's just like this big dude whose like lower half is basically all stone. He can't really go anywhere. So all he can do is. You know, zap you with fireballs. So the the arena that he's in is basically like you have to find cover as you're yeah, running up to him and like go down hallways hiding. and stuff and tunnels. Um, it, it, it's it's a very different way to sort of turn that on their head, where it's like the entire arena is like kind of the fight because you're like actively trying to like hide from him as you get close to. It's it's just like again, it, it's the best game ever made. <laughs> it ah. really is. Uh, I I just I love. Every time the, the, the music here picks up, it then it just always backs off right away. And it there's these parts where it just like completely grinds to a halt and it's just and then it will like pick it way back up for just like a second and really lead into the sort of sinisterness or the <laughs> the malice of it. Um but then it, it always just like pulls it right back and I just I love the restraint of it. Yeah. Um, and especially for this is this is final boss fight music. This is the last boss in the game, in a game that is um, only boss fights. This is the last one, and this is what you get is this is this very, you know, somber, uh, mm. sacred. It, it feels like uh, something that would play in one of those freaky Catholic masses that I'm sure you've been to before. Um, oh yeah, no, I'm you, you're pretty much on the money, Jordan. <laughs> uh, 
That's, I don't know. I love that. I love that about this game. I like that it's co- literally called Demise of the Ritual. Works really yeah. well. It's just a, it's just a great choice. I love all the bells and the uh, organ that plays as well. Yeah. Uh, you are fully, <laughs> you are fully aware of the things that you were doing by now, more yes. or less. Uh, Very uh, funny that the fan made name is Malice. It's like, no, no, no. The Colossus is not the the bad, evil named thing. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, you, I think, homie. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the player. Um, I'll, I'll say, by the way, by the way, uh, for anyone for anyone who uh, is going to be like, well, a game where the player is bad, where the game where the player God. is the villain, well, Spec actually, Spec Ops the Line, Spec Ops the Line, The Last of Us, I played all of the, I'm sure that all of our listeners, I, I no, they're I all should, normal, and good. all of our listeners are fucking aware <laughs> that this game came out in 2005, and uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. not many games did anything like this for the most part. Um, yeah. before this, I, I don't think. And, and even still, the way that the game does it is so effective. And uh, yeah. just those subtle those subtle things, it doesn't really ever draw attention to the way that uh, the player character, that uh, Wander is, is physically changing throughout the game. It's yeah. just something you notice. You, know, the, you just turn way, into a White Walker. You turn into, yeah, your skin goes all ashen and, and gray and pallid, and you grow little horns and stuff, and it's, uh, it's, it's very metaphor. nice. <laughs> I really like it. Um, but even still, you still got a horsey friend. Agro. Agro. Just a great, just a great video game. Max, why don't you round it off on the number six? Six final pick. I'm going to bring a song, Jordan, that doesn't play during you fight Colossus. Ooh. It plays after you fight one of them. Oh. And it also plays during the credits. Ooh. I'm going to bring a song called, it's funny that we're talking about sacred music. This song's called Prayer. Prayer. one really sticks out in the game because it is piano led i don't believe any other soundtracks in this game have this very strong piano lead to it you can hear piano in a lot of the songs but this is like a piano piece right like it plays after you beat uh kurimori our little friend our little coliseum guy and it plays during the um uh the ending cutscene over the credits yeah and it's just it's just very sad and somber like but but it also doesn't. It, it feels like ethereal in a way, just because it's music. Do you know why? Hey Max, do you know why it plays after? Hmm. Do, do you know why it plays after Kurumori? Why is that's it the halfway? That's the halfway point. That's Colossus number eight. That's true. Eight out of sixteen. That's mm-hmm. how the math work. Yeah, it's just it's just it's very very cool. I I'm such a sucker for when soundtracks do that, where it's like. It, you can tell it's part of the game, but where it just sounds that different, where it kind of throws you for a loop because it wasn't what you're expecting. What I, I, I think really... of when I think of, like, you know, music that really turns it, you know, goes piano heavy, I always think of Midna, Midna's Lament, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we'll talk about on this on this show one oh, time. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, you know, it's very different, but it also fits in so well. It's very uh, beautiful, this piece. Um, and I, th- I, I think that this is, you know... I think that the moment this plays in the game is probably, you know, Wander, like, looking at the, the young woman, being mm. like... This might be know. when your horse goes to look at her, too. Oh, that could be it. It's hard to say. Hard I, to I, say. I always love I always love just, like, 
the the visual language of this of this game just like the little things uh you know i think this the visual of like the the woman like lying on the thing she's in the sunlight there's all those birds around which i think you can actually grab onto which is kind you of can funny. grab onto uh in the in the playstation 4 remake there's all trophies for grabbing onto all the different animals you're able to it's very silly <laughs> but but uh uh i i like you know i just like the way the game communicates to the player i guess um and kind of going on ideas that are found in on other stories uh just just to use it very effectively to to tell this story with very few words um you know there are maybe two to three cutscenes where a character is talking besides yes. Dorman uh who is you know just a of a, a faceless bodiless voice yeah uh, so just a guy the way that you know the game is very much just communicating to you through through uh images and symbols and that good stuff i really like that Um, yeah maybe this is less of a game than it is a work of art i heard according to can video games be art according to uh, wikipedia this is uh this was cited as one of the earliest examples of people saying that games are art which oh my god go to hell (laughs) i don't i i guess my my whole thing with games as art is like is like why is this a conversation that we're having to me? Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I'm, I, my, I have such a, 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 like, not low base definition of art, but like, art is something you make. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to be profound for it to be art, you know? Yeah. It's, it, it, I, I guess the whole point for me is like, like when you're looking at a piece of media and, and so many people just have to like, point and clarify it it just becomes really annoying like it's something that doesn't really even need to be said that like oh whatever but but i don't know it just bothers me uh, maybe it's just because of the people who say it that that it it just makes me turn my nose up at it so bad of like oh well, yeah but like you don't need to post about uh video games or art and also feminism is ruining video games oh god <laughs> anyways uh, anyway yeah uh so here we've got we've got six great songs but let's do some honorable mentions shall we max let's i'd love to jordan Um, what do you got i have one that i believe is the most frequently played song in the game is that right that plays uh 16 times uh potentially Hmm. i don't know if it plays the last time um it is called the end of battles Mm. i like this one because i think it kind of puts the player through a whole emotional arc as the i think okay let me just say the way that the fights end is so good and i love oh my god yeah the the you know it's very consistent it doesn't change the last blow you get slows the game down the music cuts off it goes very slow as you plunge it in then you get a wide shot of the colossus falling over as the Mm. music plays you get a few seconds to walk around as you see the colossus lying dead on the ground and then big black tentacles uh just like yes. plunge into the character freaks you fall out the over, first time very much does uh i always run away from the tentacles to see how like far they'll they'll travel for you and then you wake up back in the temple i like the end of battles because it you know first it has this very like somber like the monster falls and then you get this kind of lighter end of it just briefly as it as it as it kind of lets you feel uh kind of relieved and and breathe a little bit as you finish the fight and then it goes into more like you know what have you what have you done you killed this cool monster why'd you do that was it worth it that kind of those kind of feelings i think yeah yeah, yeah. you monster um uh 
briefly resolves to a major chord as well. So, so it, yeah. I don't know. It, it lets you, it, it puts you through, puts you through it <laughs> when you hear the it. The five stages of grief every time you kill one of these big, beautiful beasts. Yeah. Um, and then I'll also bring, not to, just to, just to save you on editing, I want to talk about, um, Gatekeeper of the Castle Ruins. Um, mm-hmm. This is the one that the second to last Colossus plays. Just when I want to talk, when I want, I just want to talk about music that's very Godzilla-y. Uh, the horns in this one that are kind of providing the backbone of the song. They do this like na 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 na. Yeah, no, no, exactly. That is so fucking. Just I think of that. I close my eyes and I see like Godzilla stomping around in like in like Shin Godzilla or something. It is, it is, it is really good. It also has a lot of bells in it. Um, which you know me, I love bells. Oh, bells are great. Bells, uh, just great. Bells. Uh, it's, it's just a good, <laughs> just a good, just a good track. Um, yeah. Other ones that I was gonna bring, but I'm not gonna ask you to play them. Just uh, the open way. That's the other uh-huh. one that I think everyone thinks of when they hear when they hear Shadow of the Colossus music. Uh, that's yeah. the first one, the first like yes. mounting Colossus song, and then a messenger from behind, which is the dirge, creepy eyeball snake music, yes. which I think leans a bit more into horror music than the rest of them do it's a lot creepier good good shit good shit good Love shit it. what do you got um i got i got an honorable mention mm-hmm. um actually it is the song that plays before you hear the very cool very triumphant um, um revived power it's called a violent encounter ah um, yeah so th- this is this is the one before you mount um the funny cow and the other mon- monsters the other uh, colossi that have uh this song it's it's just very cool, like it's, you get like that cool sort of like string arpeggio that's like um, and and this is another one of those ones. I think because it leads into uh, revive power that I also I sort of like conflate the tracks in my mind and like play them. Yeah, one they, after can, they connect in my a head. lot because because they, they connect, connect a lot. Yeah. the game. Again, everything is deliberate about this game, even the music, especially the music, really. Um, and, and, and it is that same sort of thing where it's like, yeah, it, it is this very intense battle track, but it doesn't really feel, like, violent or hopeless, despite any violent encounter. It still feels largely triumphant, because it's still early on when you first hear it, where you don't realize, oh, uh, are we the baddies? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I quite like it. it I, I like it. It does the um, the sort of, like, flute trills I love, like the... I can't make that noise in my mouth. Yeah, um, no. I think my Rona juice is definitely getting in my brain now, so... I don't know. I, I really like it. it. It's just a very fun battle track, and it feels weird saying a fun battle track in a game where you should not be having fun, no. but it's also the best game ever made, so who can possibly say one way or another? So, the way that it works in this game, I think it's very clever, the way that the music transitions, um, mm-hmm. because I believe the way it, it works in, in all the fights is that... Obviously, the the music is is tailored designed to pair with whatever it's going to transition into once you actually get on the monster. Um, though I think that you know technical limitations of the time probably had something to do with this. You know, you couldn't create it so it transitions the second that you get on. You know, it, it f- figures out how to you know yeah h- make how it to work. go for like another measure or whatever. So it just gives it it just stops for like a beat. You know, just for a second, and then it puts, and then it plays the, the the track. So there's just this one moment of silence as you finally get on the monster, and uh, it is really just so you can transition between the two pieces of music. But it really works because it lets yeah. that kind of excitement hang up in the air. So you go from the one track, and then you get on, and then it goes 
I really like that. It, it works. It's very effective, even if it's just, you know, something to simplify and, and make the transitions between the two music less jarring. It feels very deliberate to me, which I, I like a lot. Um, it's very it's good. Great. It works really it's well. Good. It's very, very good. You know, we, we a talk a lot. We love uh, adaptive soundtracks and we like when games can cleverly transition music. But sometimes you just need a moment of silence and then you play the next song and it, it works just as effectively. Uh, yeah. Just good shit. Uh let's oh boy we gotta pick the best one now max we do gotta pick the best one so i brought liberated guardian revive power and demise of the ritual you brought Mm -hmm. i got prologue silence and prayer um all right i think i know which one i i i like the most yeah Um, i'm with you let's go three two one demise of the ritual revived power Ooh. Mm. all right we got Mm. something classic versus something a little odd something different Hmm. Make your make your case to me. I'm I I okay. This is very personal, and it's not necessarily a case for revive power as much as it is a case against demise of the ritual. Um, <laughs> but when I was in like high school, I would watch you know a lot of those like sort of like back when like you know like the top ten gaming YouTuber things were like starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one I would always watch, and he would always use that uh, the. Da, 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 from Dwise of the Ritual for every single number. So now I can't hear that without thinking of just like weird, cringy number ten, late late two thousands era YouTubers. So I, I think both are very very good songs. But I I, I don't know. I, I I think I to me Shadow of the Colossus works the best when it is at that point when you haven't really realized what's going on, when you mm-hmm. think you're having fun, then looking back, you're like, oh, no, oh, fuck, I've done that. Oh, no, ah, beans. See, see, this is the thing, right? Because Revive Power is what the game wants you to think it is. Mm. Uh, and then Demise of the Ritual is, is more closely tied to what the game is kind of actually going for. Mm-hmm. So that's the question. The game, I think the, the Revive Power is much closer to the tone but then mm-hmm. I, I love the arrangement of Demise of the Ritual. I just love the mm. way it's, that song is structured. But if 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 uh, if if Peanut Butter Gamer is going to ruin your, uh... <laughs> I, God, I'm not. That's not who it is. I just I'm just trying to. No, it definitely wasn't Peanut Butter Gamer. But <laughs> it was certainly like... no one I engage with anymore. Um, I still am willing. I'm still willing to go on your oh, side. Of the I don't. Fence, I don't know. I'm 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 hung up on this one because hmm. because for me. I I'm I'm always resistant to pick the obvious one, the one that's mm-hmm. like the one that's like really, you know, oh fucking Ocarina of Time, or, uh, Undertale, Megalovania. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> stop! Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. But but that I mean, they're also good. Is the thing like I don't feel like I don't feel like it. we're letting anyone down by picking Revive Power, um, because it's a really fucking good song. But mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. What do you what do you think? You think we go? We think you think we go for the obvious one, or you think we go something a little weirder? Well, something a little. Well, more? if we're looking back at when in doubt, we look at our pattern and see if we can break that pattern. Uh huh. Because we we picked... do we do usually go off the beaten path for these things, don't we? Yeah, usually because like we went we went Hollow Bastion, which when we did Kingdom Hearts, and that wasn't. I feel like that's sort of both weird and it, it it's like the most expected of the weirder picks, I guess. Yeah. Um, for Portal Two, we went Karamia Audio, which is definitely like more of a left field left field. Pick, I guess you probably would have picked Want You Gone. Um, yeah. 
Hmm. I'm trying to think. I want to think of this on a meta level because, you know, okay. 16 Colossi, uh, 16, um, we'll be doing 16, two 16 song brackets eventually. So, uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Who, who do you want to be in the bracket? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm totally happy with both. I'm going to let you decide this one. This is up to you. Oh, okay, great. Um, no, I, I think, okay. If that's, what's going to settle it. I think, I think, um, Demise of the Ritual probably has a better chance to make it forward. All right. Because <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. There, there's something very like, again, I'm not saying I don't like the song. I'm, I'm saying that my personal connotation is like, ugh. Fucking rabid Luigi. Ah. Um, I think that's who it was. What an odd, what day. an odd choice of music, by the way, for for a video game top ten. List. I Something know. That's like this very dark, like this this final. It, it really does. I I love unconventional final boss music, and and to call this fight like the final boss is kind of undercuts it a bit. Uh, it's not really how the game is. But it is kind of the emotional climax of the game. You know, it's the, it's the last one of 16. Yes. Um, and the fact that the music is this very su- subdued, yeah. uh, very somber. It's, it's just, it's, I, I love that about it. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's what we're going with. The cool here. with Demise of the Ritual? All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Hell to me. yeah. Uh, good work. Uh, revive, uh, I'll say Revive Power is, is incredibly good. Open Way, also incredibly good. Um, I didn't include it because it's just not the one that I, I connected with. Um, I think they're very similar. Uh, music and in just the the emotions of it, right? The 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 first two colossi, what plays when mm. you get on uh, get up on them. Um, I like demise of the ritual though. I'm happy with that pick. Yeah, probably some people who are screaming at us right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we're a, always right. Yeah, we're always right. Say. I I like an unconventional final boss fight theme. Yeah, me too. Um, well, let's check let's check in with our Twitter. I'm sure we got yes. some good entergagement this week. We have a Twitter at slappersonlypod.com. Wait, no, that's not a, that's not it. We're slappersonlypod slappers on, only Twitter. Pod on Twitter. No, there's no .com here. Um, but we have one question this week from friend of the show, Nero Wyvern, number one Edelgard stand on Twitter, who says, This is one of my favorite games of all time. There's nothing else like it out there. Which Colossus is your favorite fight? Which of, uh, is your favorite design? Favorite fight, hmm. favorite design. I mean, favorite design is the eel. The eel, the eel is so cool. I I really like um just conceptually uh the fight against the fan named Barbus, the one that is uh in- very deliberately intelligent. I like that it kind of has these two phases. First, you have to run away from it, then you have to uh-huh. hide and jump up on its beard because it kind of it's smarter than the other ones are. It looks looks into the thing, and you got to jump on. I like that gimmick. Um, favorite design. Still, I think it's it's the knight, the one with the big sword. I love that one. I love its its armor. I like how tall it is. Uh, I like that you have to climb up its big sword. That's just good mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I think I think favorite fight. What I, I oh, you know what it might be. I really like the fight against Cenobia, the fourteenth Colossus, the like nasty boar that like is super super aggro the entire time so what you have to do is you have to keep on like jumping and climbing up the pillars that it knocks down that allow you to reach different pillars and eventually you're able to like collapse part of the ruins onto it and like break its armor on its back then you can stab it so it's like it's the smallest one and it is like by far the most aggressive colossus you fight and i really like that fight how dynamic it is how it feels very frantic because like if it hits you it hits you like it's a pretty it's a tough monster so how do you feel really about like the, how do you feel about mm. the one that's like you gotta steer it by like whacking its head oh that, that so fight odd. that is my least favorite fight in the yeah, game i don't Fuck like that, that one i don't uh, get that, that is a uh, celosia yeah absolute 
wretched pal- creature. Pelagia, no. they Felicia? call it. Number 12. Pelagia, that's right. Pelagia. Fuck that thing. I hate that fight so much. It's it's not great. I, I've never it does not. It. it does not work well. Um... It has, like, teeth on his head, too. Yeah, That's what gross. you're hitting, which I don't hitting like. hitting those big teeth. It's nasty. Ugh. Um, I, I wanted to talk about one other thing uh, before, mm. because we still have a, you know, we got time, and we only have one question this week, is how do you feel about the remake of this game? Good. It's good. I don't have any problems with it. So I know that some people, and I believe, um, I believe Nero posted while we were in one of the discords we're in, um, and they were talking about how they didn't like how the remake mess with the atmosphere of the game and i understand that's valid and like i i i absolutely understand where people are coming from when they make that complaint but like i don't know i just like that it looks pretty i like i think i think that yeah i i I like the way it looks that's it i don't think it's i don't think it's a replacement for the original game no they, 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 they exist like together yet separate like because the original has that very specific like ps2 graphical vibe that yeah. the original that the, the remake kind of loses to make it this like not photorealism. I guess the entire world is photorealism and the Colossi are like you know more realistic, but they're still you can tell they're like sort of goofy creatures. Um I don't know. I, I really I just appreciate like how much of an effort they put in to make the game look fucking gorgeous. Because I what team is Oh that? my god, Jordan. Yeah. I love photo mode in that game. I know I still boot it up that's every a, once in a while that's to, the thing. to snap a photos. Like uh as a as a as a PS2 lover myself, uh, nothing can compare mm-hmm. to that kind of muddy, like interlaced kind of look at PS2 games. I think that this game was deliberately designed to just look fucking great on the PS2. You know, it 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 just looks really good, um, even yes. though it's such an old game. Uh, I think I think that the the remake it's really it really honestly it's just too pretty to to hate. Um, I mean, why would I hate it? It's a, it's a remake of one of my favorite games ever. But the, the idea of someone like seeing it and being like, this, this, you know, this, this goes against the creative vision of the original game or whatever. It just doesn't feel. I just think it. And also, what I'll also also say about the remake is that um is that it added in content in the form of these little like kind of Easter eggs and treasure hunts of a sort. Um, mm-hmm. that are what I believe, if I remember correctly, are kind of. And it, it, the intent was to conclude what was a decades-old, or, you know, at least, like, a, I don't know what, 15-year-old uh, mystery that fans had been arguing about on fan forums, that there was these things that they fa- thought were in the game world that probably weren't, they weren't in the game world, but, like, the studio who made this then took those ideas and did actually add in these extra levels of, you know, find these these special things. Yeah, find get it. the cool coins and you get a fun sword. And you get the sword and there's you can climb up that one really tall wall and, and find the, the garden. And I love those those details. Uh, once again, I don't think it, it replaces the original game uh, as much as if you are not able to play it um, in, in its original state or you like it and you want to see it in a new way. That's what I think this is for. And I like that. I like that. I like when people can access games that they wouldn't yes. be able to play. Yeah, exactly. So it's good. Like, it's- I, I think best case is that there there would be a mode in the PS4 that makes it look and play like the PS2 yeah, version. Yeah, I, but, I like know, when games have that. That's not option. always reasonable. What do you think is the worst, like, worst remake of a game? The, oh like, my God. Is there the any remakes that, remake. like, actually kind of upset you? Um, this. Oh god, not to be that guy, but what kind of comes to mind is just, and it's not even out yet, Jordan. But I look at the Diamond and Pearl remakes, and I'm like, not like this. Mm. 
See, I don't, I don't have a skin in that game. Yeah, I don't know. There, I, I think, I can't think of a specific example, but I think on paper, the worst kind of remake is a remake that all it does is maybe make it look nicer or like, I know, no, the, the worst thing a remake can do is stay so faithful to a fault of the original that it doesn't add anything beneficial that other games have, would have done by now. Like, a, basically like a remake that doesn't do what it can to make the game like better in, with a modern lens, I guess, which is a very sort of weird nebulous description, but Cause like, in my head. I think you have yeah. a couple options when you remake it. Because there's you, what you could do is there's there's games that are just old games that are ported, right? Yep. Or there's old games that are that are HD remasters, so the graphics are are left the same, the same but, you, but know. You, you know, different lighting effects. Like the, like whatnot. Yakuza, you know, the Yakuza remasters. They're fine. Yeah. Um and they're good, you know. That's just that's basically just a, a effectively a port in its own way. Like it's just putting the game in mostly it's a, it's same state on newer hardware in a way that it can play and look nicer on newer TVs, right? Then there's the ones that are aiming to kind of update the game. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I think of. Oh, or, yeah. Or, or, or even, or, or what about one, sorry, let me, let me, I think, I think between that is the Shadow of the Colossus Remake or the Demon Souls Remake, uh, right, where they are updating the graphics heavily, but trying to preserve the game or, or preserve the spirit of the game when it came out. So they'll maybe make tweaks here and there to kind of update it for, for modern sensibilities. I think Demon Souls, uh, something like it let you roll in more directions than was originally um, yes. available, which, you know, I think as a, as a person who likes the, the Souls series but has never played Demon Souls and probably won't play that one because I'm not going to get a PS5, I like that. I like that it, it changes that in that way. Um, Shadow of the Colossus, I think, made a couple accessibility changes, added a few extra little bits, made it look really nice. And then there's things like uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 or uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which are yes. like you know, from the ground up rebuilds, uh, mm-hmm. changing the game, new, new games, basically new games that are, that are following the story to some degree. <laughs> for, for I, mean, seven I wouldn't remake. even call, I wouldn't even call final fantasy seven remake a remake. A, a that's remake, that's a no. new game. It's a new game. That, that's um, a, that's a sequel to final fantasy seven. So I guess, yeah, in that, in that vein, uh, uh, I don't know where the diamond and pearl remake falls because it, 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 I, I haven't really seen much of it. It does seem to me that like, you're just kind of denying people, what they what they really wanted out of it? I don't mm-hmm. know. Pokemon fans are very hard to please. I, I don't consider Pokemon's myself a can a of po- worms. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't even. They shouldn't it up. bring a Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know what my <laughs> least favorite remake is. Usually, I, I I think they they do okay at remaking games. Um, you know what it is? All right, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami uh, aims to update a game that was not that great to begin with. And mm-hmm. adds ideas that only make the game worse. Uh, Kiwami 2, on the yeah. other hand, I, I quite like. But Yakuza Kiwami is, is kind of a slog. And as a follow-up to Zero, also, uh, which, it, oh, which yeah. it very much aims to be the, like, kind of make make the original Yakuza a sequel to Zero. Which in kind of makes Zero worse in that way. Because because you play Zero and you know what comes after it. And, and that's not the fault of Zero or the fault of the original Yakuza. But it is kind of the fault of Kiwami. Uh and that's and that's how I feel about it. So there you go. That's a, that's another fun question we've 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 squared away. Yeah, good. Worst worst game remake. <laughs> I should say I should I should say Kiwami is not a it's not a bad game. It's just no. it's just it's just not a It great, just could be better as a remake. It could be better as a remake and it kind of messes with how good Yakuza 0 is somehow, which is yeah. weird. Uh that's yeah, it for this I week. Hear God. Yeah. I love talking about Shadow of the Colossus. 
best game ever we made. Should, we should talk about we should talk about uh we should talk about uh Last Guardian. Have you played that game? Yeah. Okay. Cool. How do you do? You like it? I do like it. I, I like it a lot. I, I like my big weird dog. I, I like a Last Guardian a lot. I, I I didn't get the hate behind it, but that's no. just me. The Pico, uh, I think I think it was because like I wasn't the people who was fervently waiting for that game for years, so I just got it and I said, "Hey, fun game." But the thing about that game was like people were waiting for it for so many years, and then it came out, and they said, "This plays like a PS2 game." I'm like, "It's like yeah, yeah <laughs> bad it, news for you, buddy." It is a it is a it is a PS2 game. What is your like? If it was if it didn't play like this, it wouldn't be the same game it would, be, it would a very, be a different game it would be a different game and like gamers are never happy. sorry if the if the dog listens to you every time that it doesn't then it's not a dog it loses its impact on i, I do you so, have a real pet like yeah. ah. I, I don't know anyway people sacrifice you gotta it, like if you're trying to tell a story and you need to sacrifice uh fun or like uh, not fun but like you know responsive yeah. whatever i don't know i think it's i think yeah. it's i think it's good i like the last card no one's ever happy no one's ever really gamers are, can never be happy ever mm-hmm. just don't play games just, just don't, don't play video games honestly the the moral of this podcast this is that last episode of slappers only uh is don't play video <laughs> games throw your consoles in the trash and just go outside and go for a bike ride yeah touch Thank some you. grass yeah shadow of the Colossus is our last episode <laughs> <laughs> okay just God. kidding what if what if this was me springing this on you? I, I don't know. I'd be like, well, well we had a good run. Yeah, we, you know, whatever. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus is not a bad place to end it. Okay, we're not ending. Yeah. It. Speaking of which, can't think Matt, of many better places. What are we gonna What are we gonna do next? Uh, uh you said we. Well, but... this this is we. We'll we'll be doing this together. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. True. Um. <laughs> now, I don't know why you. I don't know why you would. I don't know why you. Why you would act like I'm not going to be participating in whatever you that's bring. True, that's, true, that's true. That's true. That's true. What do you got? Uh. Now, Jordan, if there's one thing I know about you, mm-hmm. is that you famously hate JRPGs. I not <laughs> don't say hate. I get in trouble. for You this don't now. enjoy JRPGs. I don't enjoy them personally. They're not my cup of tea. And there's some, and, yeah, I, and there's and some that, that I fine. do like. There's some that I do like. What do you? Yeah. You, no, 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 nobody, nobody at Jordan for that. It's okay. He's valid. Um, I want to talk about a game that came out very recently. A game okay. that I was spouting nonstop about uh, when it came out. Oh, Yakuza, Yakuza Seven. Un- uh, no, no, a okay, little, okay. little more recently than that. Oh, okay. Um, and I think, I think I want to call in, uh, call in, call in a special friend to help special us out guest. with this one. All right, special guest. Um, so just you know, just because you know, it, 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 it might be useful for for us three to have a nice uh, civilized discussion, and it'll it'll be fun. It'll be maybe two against one in this case. But um, Jordan, next episode we are going to be joined by our friend and artist of hit uh, indie game Paradise Killer Gigalithic. And we're going to be talking about Square Enix's very own Bravely Default 2. 2. I've never genuinely don't know anything about this game or the last game. Uh, but one thing I do know is that JRPGs typically have quite good music. And I will respect the uh, the decision of you as my co-host to bring a game that you believe has good music. And I'm sure Gigalithic mm-hmm. and you and I will have a great discussion about... Yes. I almost said Baldur's uh, Gate too. That is not what the game. Baldur's. I already forgot. <laughs> Baldur's I already default forgot. Two. Bravely, bravely Baldur's Default Two or Bravely Gate Two. Baldur's bravely, yeah. Gate Two. We'll have a great discussion about Baldur's Gate Two, also yeah. known in the West as Bravely Default Two. 
Uh, published by mm-hmm. Square Enix. Sounds fun. Yeah, it'll Maybe be I'm great. It'll play- be fun. Am I going to have to play this, Max? What are- is yeah, it, it only Switch? took you out 80 hours to finish it. Hours? So you have time. Uh, that's less than a Persona 5. I think I could beat that by two weeks from now. It'll be fun. Oh, one week from now because we're recording this. You know, it's recording. Okay. Yeah, Shadow of the Claw. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure it has um, good music. It does. Revo. Cool. We love Revo. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, that's it cool. for this um, week. Uh, thank you all <laughs> yeah. very much for listening to another episode of Slappers Only as we as we talked at length about a very good game that everybody knows is good, which is a thing we mm-hmm. we try to avoid, but <laughs> but this one's good. Alas. Alas. Um, you can find all of our episodes at slappersonlypod.com. You can find us on Twitter at slappersonlypod. You can find all of our episodes on the Noise Space Network, who is our host, noisespace.xyz. You can listen to, hey, speaking of Gigalithic, you can listen to Gigalithic's podcast Zero to Zero as they finish up their coverage of the Snyder Cut. We all got in a... Uh, a big Discord call last night with Giga and Sam, uh, who was in and out because he couldn't be bothered. And we all watched the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut together, and boy, Max, boy, oh boy, that sure is a movie. Uh, we 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 had some fun. It's four hours long. It's Oof. quite a movie. Uh, listen to their coverage, please. That those episodes are very fun, uh, and they will teach you a lot about cinema, which is really what matters in life. I hate yes. I hate video games, Max. I love cinema. <laughs> Yeah, th- 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 this movie should be taught in every film studies exactly. class. Exactly, Steppenwolf should be should teach my film studies class. <laughs> Good, oh, I want to see him in real life. Listen when to the, hey, hey Max, you can listen to eh. Kyle X Y, a show that I do about Kyle X Y, the hit ABC cult right. classic that got canceled after three seasons, despicably. Very very. You sad. can listen to Kamurocho Radio, new episode out the day we're recording about the Omi invasion, chapter nine of Yakuza Two, which is very good, um, very fun. Love that game, mm-hmm. except for the uh, xenophobia. Uh, ah, alas. Well, tell me about your. And speaking of Argyle, I've I've heard that you got a new temporary co-host on 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 Welcome Robot. That's true. So I, you know, you can find me personally on Twitter, Maxi Bajillion, and I have other shows. I have Pod of Greed, which I host with Argyle. This is the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. That's on Twitter, Pod of Greed Cast. We are at the end of season one of GX. Like our next episode is the season finale, which is going to be great. Um. And also, for this new season of Wow Cool Robot, we are watching G Gundam, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. There's no more war. They're just fighting. It's just like a super robot show about martial arts, and every country gets their own Gundam, and they kind of go off. And that is with Argyle and Audrey, host of Podic Reed. We are having a wonderful, wonderful time. It is a batshit show, but it's a very fun show, and it's nice to watch something that doesn't require as much critical thinking as the other Gundam series, which is greatly appreciated. I like, I like that Gundam is sometimes willing to just be silly. Oh, yeah. It, 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 is that, very, is that preserving the original? Is the original intent of the creator? Uh, they, I mean, they, <laughs> they, they basically I like I don't know anything about it, Gundam. I should say no. It's funny the the, the Gundam creator fucking sucks. Everyone yeah, hates him. I believe it. Um, I know. Yeah, he, that, I know that's... he hates that they're building a big robot in Japan. Oh God, I want to see that robot so bad. Um, cool Gundam. Good. Good. Anyway, stuff, yeah, though. that's yeah. what I got. Other, other good podcasts on Noise Base. I uh, recommend Non Royce Nightmare Nero. Check out Sonic Shuffle. Check out. Um, check out. Uh, <laughs> also Fear check baiting. out Fear Baiting. Check out Element OP about Elementary, the Sherlock series that doesn't stall uh, star any horrible British people, as far as I can mm-hmm. tell. Um, County Girls Make Do. County Girls Make Do about the OC, the original character. Um, all great shows. So check them out. We will be 
Uh, thank you all very much for listening. I think it's time to wrap this up as I plunge my sword deep into the glowing sigil on Audacity's pause button to end the recording. <laughs> we'll be back Good. in two weeks from now with Bravely yep. Baldur's Gate 2. Baldur's Default 2. Bravely Default uh, 2. I can't wait to play that game. I'm going to absolutely play that game, Max. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play it by next Saturday-ish when we have Giga on. It'll be very fun. We'll see you next week. And as always, what do we say? I almost said Kiwami means extreme. That's not what we say. (laughs) (laughs) Kylex bot. Ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for thee. Bye bye. I don't. I don't really think anything no. bye related for Shadow of the Colossus. So no, it's yeah. all you get. Sorry, uh, we're gonna leave behind a little it. a little baby in your, uh, in your podcast no, my baby. at the end. Wee.